today. And um, actually, our main topic is on uh, Domestic Violence Awareness Month. October is uh, Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and, and it's, it's obviously the best time for us to highlight it because others are also highlighting it, so it's just like coming together from, from different perspectives. Amen. And uh, and it's an it's an important topic for um, for you and me. But just before we start, um, I I wanted us to actually um, get into uh, a conference that I'll be attending fairly soon. I'll be at the conference, um, so we won't get into it. But we won't get into it. But um, I just want to let you know it is called the Sword of the Spirit is our weapon. Healing of the mind, body, soul through Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And the theme, that's the theme. The scriptures are Ephesians 6 and 17 and James 5 and 15. And it's a healing church service. And that will be on Friday, November the 9th. Uh, Biblical teaching will be from 5 to 6.30 p.m. Um, I'll be one of the panelists for this particular uh, healing um, conference. Amen. Amen. So let me think about where it is. It's at 111 East Kirby, Detroit, Michigan, um, 48202 in the American Room. So remember, Friday, November the 9th, the sword of the spirit is our weapon. Healing of the mind, body, and soul through Jesus Christ. Let's hear the promo, and then we'll get into our special guest. Church in London D. Harris, Washington, Trade in Richmond, presents a biblical conference and service at International Institute of Detroit at 111 East Kirby. In the American Room, Friday, November 9th, biblical teaching begins from 5 to 6.30 p.m. Please register ahead. Service begins at 7 p.m., and it's a free will offering. The theme is the sword of the spirit is our weapon and healing of the mind, body, soul through Jesus Christ. Call 248-701-0885. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And we'll play it again just a little bit later. Just remember that conference and it's coming up on Friday, November the 9th. But right now, today, 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 we have a, um, this is our last um, last Sunday in October. And so um, I, I had to be sure that we could get our domestic violence awareness um, information out to you. So as our special guest, we have Sister Ada Clay. Uh, for those of you who've been following the Word Restore, she has been on our broadcast before, and we've talked about it about a year ago. Amen. And I believe we spoke about other topics too, if I'm not mistaken. Absolutely. Yeah, but right now, we are going to we are going to really touch on the domestic violence awareness, and and I pray that those who are hearing will uh, will understand that this is this is not a uh, it, it's not a light thing. It, it's something that can happen to anyone. And I know that um, that my sister Ada is going to explain this. So I ask you to give it an ear. And if you recognize that there's someone who is in this situation, uh, we have some, I know we have some resources that we will pass on to you. So God bless you, my sister, Ada. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Minister Jewel, for inviting me. Oh, God bless you. God bless you. Let's just jump right into it, my sister. Well, you know what? This time I wanted to start a little differently. Mm-hmm. 
I had the pleasure of meeting a young lady who mirrored Ada Clay. And when I say mirrored Ada Clay, it was just unbelievable. We had so many similarities. Yes. And she wanted to share her story. So I want to share a very quick story in her voice before we start talking about the characteristics and things like that of domestic violence. Amen. Amen. And and then we will pray. Amen. Amen. Go ahead. She simply said, I was 23 years old. I had just graduated from the University of Detroit. I had two degrees, a bachelor's degree in social work and a master's in counseling. Thought I knew it all. I had my first apartment. I even had an American Express card. You know, back then when you got an American Express card, you thought you really had something (laughs) going on because you had to pay that every month off. But I had a secret. Mm. And the secret was that I loved a man who held a gun to my head. My Lord. He held a gun to my head more times than I can recall. Mm. Well, listen, she said, I don't look like a typical DV victim. And that's what I was thinking about myself because she and I mirrored so much. Mm. Well, we do know that domestic violence can happen to anyone. Yes. And 85% of the abusers are men. Mm. Well, that's 15% that's left, Minister Jewel, which means women also abuse. Oh, definitely. We cannot negate the fact that women will abuse. Definitely. But listen to this, and I meet these young ladies all the time. Women or girls between the age of 16 and 24 in the United States are three times as likely to be abused in their lifetime, Hmm. usually by their boyfriends. Wow. Boyfriends and husbands are killing women daily in the United States. It's alarming. Oh my Lord, let's let's stop right there. We gon we gonna pray for for, for sure, for sure, for sure, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Oh Father God, we thank you for this day. We thank you, Lord, that that you have chosen to to allow us to continue on this Christian journey on this side of heaven. We know that you have something. That there's something that you want us to do. You know this. We know that there is something that we have to do. And Lord, we're asking you to step in the midst of this broadcast, Lord. Touch the one who needs to be touched, Lord. Oh, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus, Lord. Lord, show us how to pray. Show us what to do, Lord, to get them to understand that you are still on the throne, Lord. You are still there. And this is not acceptable. And you will have justice. Give them peace, Lord. Peace. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I want to go right back to what you've just said about the, the young, the young uh, ladies ages 16 to 24, three times more likely to be abused and, and, and by their boyfriends. So my question would be why? Why? Well, um, several reasons. First of all, a perpetrator or abuser can be... Anyone. If you want to know what a perpetrator looked like, just take a look in the mirror. It mm. could be you, it could be mm. I, it can be the typical man. Mm. I think sometimes the media glorifies relationships that are toxic. My Lord. When you listen to the songs that we um, hear on the daily, one song that really comes to mind is one I think Sting made, and it was Every Breath I Take. Mm-hmm. It became mm-hmm. one of the best sellers. Yes. But the lyrics said, every breath I take, I'll be watching you. I'll be watching you. I'll be stalking you. Oh, my goodness. Every move you make, 
I'll be watching you. We fell in love with that song. And that is so misrepresented. That's a stalking song. Now, you know, that's interesting because when I hear that, when I heard that song, as a matter of fact, more recently, as someone who is in Christ, I think of Christ. You think of Christ. Amen. Watching me. But but you heard what I said, when I'm in Christ. Yes. Amen. Yes. Because before, because this song is, is a fairly old song. It is. And, and before that, I would not think about that. Absolutely. You know, but I would look at it as, as being, you know, someone who loves me and yes. they'll be watching me. They'll Amen. Be, every step but it's you a, make. Yeah. Yeah. Every yeah. breath you take. Yeah. I'll oh, my goodness. You. Isn't that something? Amen. It is something. Oh, my Lord. So now when I hear that song, because I've heard it many times, but I hear it differently now that I'm working in domestic violence. Yes. But I I just want to finish that that little short story. Listen, the young lady I was talking about, I met a man. He was so similar to me also. She said he loved me. He loved Mm. everything about me. And he loved me enough that he shared his family story. His mother had been abused. Oh, wow. He had been abused. And many of our families, when abuse is prevalent, our children, this is one of the effects. They learn how to abuse also. My Lord. And so he had been abused, so he really didn't know how to love. Well, no one could have told me that I would be abused. And he convinced me that it was just the world and it was us. Mm. So it was he and I against the world. My Lord. And that's when isolation started, which is another, oh, my Lord. another aspect of domestic violence. So then, um, you know, he, he convinced me that we should move away. We moved away. Just he and I, we're going to do this thing. And he <laughs> introduced me to the threat of violence. And the way he did that is because he kept a weapon on him all the time. He said mm. it was for my protection. For her protection. Yes, for her protection. I'm speaking in terms of, you know, I say she mirrored me. Yes. So he had always had this weapon on him. But it was a message to her. So one day he got frustrated. He choked her. He apologized Mm -hmm. because he really loved her. And she loved him. He said he was sorry and it would Mm -hmm. never happen again. Well, then he started hitting her on a regular basis. This is Mm -hmm. an educated woman who had a job, had a good job. Well, why did she stay? Well, first of all, she said she didn't know he was abusing her. Because he kept apologizing. He really loved her. Mm. And she felt sorry for him. You know, she was going to get him out of that bitterness. She wow. thought she was a strong enough person to change him. Oh, dear. But then she realized one day that if she stayed in that relationship, he would kill her. Mm. Because 70% of domestic violence murders take place with women after they leave those relationships. So she was 70. Afraid, 70%. So she was afraid to leave, mm. and she was afraid to stay. Wow. But, and I don't want to go on too much, but I want to say this. Then I read the poem, I Got Flowers Today. Mm. I got flowers today, and this is not the poem, but this mm-hmm. is you know, a summary of the poem. I got flowers today. It wasn't a special day, Minister Jewel. Mm-hmm. It wasn't my birthday. It wasn't even my anniversary. But when he became angry and he knocked me to the floor, After all that was over, he realized he had hurt me. He apologized. He said Mm. he was sorry. I realized he was sorry because he sent me flowers. So I got (laughs) flowers today. Now the weeks go on, and I didn't cook the meal that he wanted. So when he came in that day, he pushed me into a wall. I failed. And he said, oh, baby, I didn't mean to do that to Mm. you. Mm. You know I love you. Mm. 
he sent me flowers. So I got flowers today. My Lord. Well, it kept happening. It was my birth. It wasn't my birthday. Nothing special. He was just a little upset. The Pistons lost. So he punched me. He said he was sorry. He apologized. Mm-hmm. He sent me flowers. I got flowers today. My Lord. Well, had I said something, done something, today wouldn't have been such a special day. Because today is my funeral. Mm. I can imagine how many flowers there are at the funeral. And there was a reason for flowers then. Yes. Yes. So sometimes we misinterpret, you know, and don't get the help that we need in the relationship. Because that first sign is that warning sign. Yes, yes, yes. And and the first sign, it, it almost seemed to me that the first sign was more of a, a very subtle threat. Absolutely. It hadn't even got to violence Absolutely. itself. It's just very subtle. And it starts off subtle. It could be a look. Mm-hmm. When you move, when your partner looks at you, you know what to do. If it's yes. a threat, do you remember when we used to sit in the church? If if you were from a large family, like I'm from a large family, mm-hmm. so we all sat on um, New Beulah Baptist Church pew. And if one of us was speaking or talking and church was going on, my mother would simply send us a look. That's it. We all knew what that yes, look meant. Just one look. It, it was a threat. If you keep yes. talking, you yes. know what's going to happen. Yes. So you know, we would try to warn each other by giving that other person, my sibling, a look. Mom was looking at you. We didn't yes. have to say a word. Yes, so yes, what happened yes. in those relationships? Mm. He or she does not have to say a word. That threat. Isn't that, that something? Isn't that something? Because then it carried over into my adult life. Absolutely. The same. It, it's, it's the same pattern. Absolutely. You know, the look, look. if you don't get in line. You know what's you know, coming. Yes. Yes. But but the the strange thing about getting in line is, you don't know where the line is mm-hmm. in domestic violence. Praise God, you don't. Because it, it doesn't be have anything. To, absolutely, nothing in particular. Depends on the day. Just how I feel. Absolutely. Domestic violence is power and control, mm. and that's when one partner is mm. dominating that relationship. Mm. You don't have a say so. You don't have the input. And it's not just physical violence, so we have to get that straight, you know. Yes. Um, a lot of times we only think about the physical violence, the, the bruises, the yes. hits, the slaps, the push. But it's more than that. And I remember learning sticks and stones may break mm. your bones, but names doesn't hurt. No, they do, because yeah. they're lasting. Yes. 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 Emotional abuse. That's part of domestic violence abuse. Yes. So it's more than physical. It's emotional, demeaning, yes. put-downs, name-calling. Yes, yes. You know, I, 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 I'm thinking as we go along, you know, when we talk about sticks and stones may break my bones, and I know it is, but words would never hurt me. But I think of the Word of God, and the Word of God heals. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. The Word of God heals. Yes. Amen? Yes. So if I think that the word heals, then there is some other word that hurts. Absolutely. Amen? Amen. Because we focus on, 
Yes, it heals. And it is a healing word. But my sisters and brothers, it's the same thing that's coming out of the same mouth. Amen. Amen. And remember that the word is coming not from the, the lungs as you speak. It's coming from the mind. It has already percolated in the mind. So if I set my mind on things that are eternal, then those are the words that will come out. And yet, if I'm setting my mind on anger and frustration and evil, oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. then the, the, the opposite words will be coming out. Amen. So that's something that as, as we are speaking, I feel that we, we need to, to pass on, to let you know if you are in a domestic violence situation, don't let these words be passed over. Understand what I'm saying. I'm not saying you do something about it, but understand in your own psyche that these words are not acceptable. Unacceptable. And we'll have to go forth from there. Go ahead, my sister. So, again, physical, emotional, also economic abuse. If you're Mm. working and all your money come to the house to your partner and they make all the decisions... That's a form of domestic violence. And lastly, what I want to say is sexual violence in relationships. Mm. If you're being demanded or, or made to perform sexual things with your partner that you really don't want to do and you're being forced, mm. that can be domestic violence. Sexual assault is also domestic violence. So when you think of DV or domestic violence, please, it's not more, it's, it's not just physical. It's Amen. a lot more than Amen. that. Amen. Amen. My Lord, my Lord. Listen, listen, listen. I, I, I just, um, I'm going to be praying as I'm led through this program. And I'm asking the Lord even now, even now, touch my sister even now, Lord. Open up her eyes that she may see and know and consider that that thing that's happening around her is not normal. Not normal. And Lord, I'm asking you for her protection. I'm asking you, Lord, as you open up her eyes, open up her ears, that she may hear you, Lord, and know what needs to be done in this situation. Even now, Lord, in the name of Jesus, she may even have to quickly turn the radio off if someone is coming. But whatever it is, Lord, I'm asking you to let her know. You're still there. You see. You hear. And you will get her out. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. The number to call is area code 313-871-9656. 313-871-9656. That we may pray with you, even have a praise report with you. Amen. Or Amen. join the discussions. 313-871-9656. For Domestic Violence Awareness Month, we are speaking with Sister Ada Clay, who works with the Domestic Violence Area. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And we will minister in song for uh, for a minute so that we, you, you know, sometimes we just need to have that softening because this is a this is a, a, a tough topic for, for many of us. Amen. 
Don't forget now, but God. But God, God you're an God. overcomer, but God. But God. You are an overcomer because you've got one who has overcome. Amen. Amen. He has already overcome. He's already, already, already taken the blows for you. Oh, hallelujah. We're speaking with Sister Ada Clay, and we are looking at domestic violence awareness. Um, the number to call is area code 313-871-9656, We've had some discussions. We've, you know, we've talked also about, um, about this, this, this poem that, that always ends with, I got flowers today. Each stanza ends with, I got flowers today. But what it is, is from the pattern, amen, Absolutely. the pattern of, of violence, um, being being uh, sorry about the violence Absolutely. and and the the quote unquote the reward being flowers. flowers you know oh my goodness you know what I just heard so shallow hallelujah so shallow we have to be mindful my brothers and sisters because the last set of flowers in that poem were the flowers that was on this person's grave. Amen. Amen. So we need to be mindful that, listen, domestic violence is serious. Serious. It is serious. But I'll tell you one thing. My God is bigger than this. Yes, he is. is. Amen. He is so much bigger than this. So this is with Sister Ada. And she looked at uh, four areas of domestic violence, um, making sure that we understand that it's not just physical. It could be economic, it could be emotional, it could be also sexual. Whatever it is, it's a question of power. Power. 
Amen. Amen, sister. Amen. And ladies, I always, and and gentlemen, but I I talk about ladies being queens, and there's a way that we should treat our queens. But when we talk about domestic violence, we talk about it being everyone's business. There's so much shame and stigma attached to domestic violence. Mm. Um, You know, you're in a relationship that you're not in control of. And I had the opportunity over at New Bethel Baptist Church to talk about this last week, and we actually had survivors to come forth. You have to get rid of that shame. You have to get rid of that stigma in order to get some help. Other than that, you're not going to get any help because we keep it a secret. We don't want anyone to know. Our parents may not know. Our best friends may not know because, again, we wear that mask. Oh, my Lord. We wear a mask, and we pretend. Mm. How you doing, Ada? Fine. And there's a lot of other things going on in Ada's life. My Lord. Amen. You know, I I, I think about um, uh, Minister uh, Shirlene Smith. When um, at the Women's Day, I saw the the clip that said, you don't look like what you've been through. What you've been through. Hallelujah. That's powerful. Yes. And and you know what? I think it's a good thing that we don't look like Ooh. what we've been through yes. because we can see that God has, has changed our lives. Yes. But over and above that, we have to be able to be witnesses yes. of what we've been through Absolutely. because there are others who are still going through. Yes. My Lord, and if we don't tell them, how are they going to recognize Absolutely. that, yes, there is a way out of this There is mess. a way out. There is a way out. Amen. And that Amen. message was powerful. It was powerful. Amen. I, 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 was, I had the Amen. opportunity to, uh, <laughs> to actually see it, and, and, and I think that that was, that was awesome. It Amen. truly was. Amen. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So, my sister, I need to know. What else do we need? To well, know? you know what? I wanted to share some of the abuser's tricks because you meet someone and you fall in love. You know, initially you see this person, he or she is exactly what you've been praying or looking mm-hmm. for. So mm-hmm. you think. But there's a lot of tricks mm-hmm. in abusing someone or getting them to allow you into their little space. So one of them is jealousy. You know, at the beginning of a relationship, sometimes the abuser will equate jealousy with love. My Lord. And you may think, oh, that's so sweet. He's just so jealous, wants to be with me all the time by <laughs> myself. And that, that jealousy turns out that he's isolating you. He's isolating you and you becoming a victim without even knowing it. Um, he's severing all those ties that you have with your family and friends. You don't need them. They don't really care about you or love you like oh I do. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my so Lord. So here it is, one of the tricks, isolation. Mm-hmm. And then just controlling behavior can be um, one of the tricks that an abuser will use. And In what sense? Well, um, he attribute controlling your behavior that he's so concerned for his victim. I'm calling her a victim at this yes, point. Yes, yes. Or him. Um, He's, he's acting as he's the only person or she's the only person who care about you. So you shouldn't do certain things. Mm. Then mm. it is quick involvement. Listen, I know sometimes folks say it's love at first sight, and that may be true. But sometimes <laughs> it's something else too, Minister Jewel. Okay? A brief period before getting caught up in um, 
um, real relationships. You, you, you're mm-hmm. going from mm-hmm. being a stranger to lovers to whatever else. You yes. haven't even had the opportunity to be a friend, oh, my to Lord. get to know my the Lord. person's real character. My and you Lord. have to do that. Yes, Because, yes, you know, yes. we don't always show ourselves at the very beginning. We put on our cutest oh, face, yes, our, best, yes, yes, our yes, best behavior. Yes, 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 okay. yes. Oh, they're about to get you now because he's so nice. She's so kind. And again, mm. women, I know there's some of you who abuse also, and you know what to do, how to put the charm on, the cute little lipstick. You're looking mm. good, okay? Mm. It's like putting yes. a lipstick on a pig if you are the abuser. Amen. My Lord, my Lord. Also, there's unrealistic expectations as far as the abuser's tricks. They mm. expect you to be able to meet all of their needs. Now, you can't meet all no one's needs. Mm. Another trick. Um, blaming others for the problems. Now, if you're in a relationship that um, every time something goes wrong, you're the blame. There, my, there Lord, is a my Lord, my Lord, Amen. my Lord, my Lord, yes. Blaming others for their feelings, and they're just manipulating the victim. You make me act this way. You make me do this. You make me. You, we're, you. Yeah, we're adults. Boy, and wait a minute now, and, and that that's telling us that this person has the power to do it. Amen. Amen. But you know why they have the power to do it? That's a deception. Absolutely. <laughs> and you fall into it. That's Make nothing short of a about, deception. I'm sorry. Word. Okay. Amen. Making me think about the Bible, the story in the Bible, the deception, the serpent, and yes. Eve. That's another yes. day. Yes. That's yes. another day. Yeah. But um, being a, if you're a person, one of the abuser tricks is hypersensitive. Everything mm. hurts his feelings or her feelings. Oh dear. There's a problem. Mm. You know? Yes. Um, my Lord, my Lord. Another abuser trick is cruelty to animals. Now, if your partner has a paddle, you have a pad, and they get upset and kick the cat, kick, kick the dog. Yes. Why are they doing that? And it's a dog that you're supposed to be looking after. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And if you can do that to a dog... <laughs> You know, I mean, you might say, well, it's just a dog, which which I'm sure that there are many people who say that, you know, it's yes. just a dog. But if you can do that to the dog, what about? What about me? Yeah. Absolutely. And not only will they do that oh, to wow. animals, oh, wow. they'll do oh, it to wow. children. Mm. Now, I've known some ladies that I've provided counseling services to that did not leave the relationship until their partner did something to the child. And one mm. incident that really stands out was when a partner beat a two-year-old because they wet the bed. Oh, dear. A two-year-old. So cruelty to the children also. Yes. And then what about when the playful use of force and sexual behavior, Mm. especially if it's a behavior that you don't really want to engage in, that's another abuser's trick. Mm, mm. Well, we talked about that verbal abuse, the, you know, degrading things that people say and, you know, hurt feelings and all of that, and we accept that and, I'm sorry. And we let mm. it go. But also, when you change, when you no, want to accept those um, old, foggish, if I can use that, sexual roles, like what a woman is supposed to do, what mm. she's supposed to be, mm. her role in society, that she's inferior to a man. Mm. Mm. Sometimes that's one of the abuser tricks. No, that's interesting because... If I look at the the word of God, it doesn't say that she is inferior, but there there are there are areas that, that you know touch on um, her being as the weaker vessel. Yes. Amen. And 
even in, and, and here's what I'm looking at, even in Christian circles, we can take what is in the word and turn it around. And when we turn it around for our own good as opposed to for the good of the whole, Amen. then we run into these issues where suddenly I'm using the Bible as a weapon. Absolutely. Amen. Because I, you know, I, I'm, I'm firmly believe in the man going forth. Amen. Yes. If you are in the house, there's got to be a head. You're the head of the house. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely. I firmly believe in that, but I firmly believe in respect. Absolutely. Goes both ways. Amen. Amen. You know, so that it's not a question of, okay, because, because I'm the man, I'm going to make every single decision and you fall in line with it. Amen. Amen. We help us one to another. Why was Eve there as a help me? How how is she going to help? So I, you know, I don't have an issue, but it's when it's twisted and I can see where it gets firmly into abuse. Amen. Amen. And I agree with you, Minister Jill. I came up in the church and that's what I heard all the time that the man is the head of the household. I always said, well, if he knows how to be, if mm-hmm. God is the head of him, and then he can be exactly. the head of the household. Oh, yes. No, yes, no yes, problem with yes, that at all. Yes, but, and also, yes. I think about it, if, if you're going to be the king, then I need to be the queen and you need oh, to know praise how to the treat Lord. the queen. I know oh, how to treat my the Lord. king. That's yeah, the way because, I look at it. But wait a minute. If you are royalty, uh, uh, you know, Absolutely. hallelujah. Absolutely. And if you are married to me, or if, you know, I, I, I guess agree. I'm royalty too. I agree. Amen. I agree. There's nothing wrong with <laughs> oh, what that. What a partnership. There's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. Oh, but it's awesome. also abuse that's in the church. You you talked about. Yes. Um, and I know some Christians that have suffered from domestic violence or, 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 or abuse, mm-hmm. um, men as well as women. Uh-huh. And um, many times their partners hold uh, really vital roles in the sanctuary. Oh, you mean uh, pastors and wives? Pastors, bishops, and oh. yeah. All right. Now. Okay. So when you look at a face of, of the victim or the perpetrator, you can look in the mirror because mm-hmm. you do have women that are first ladies or pastor wives or leading ladies, whatever you mm-hmm. want to call them today. Mm-hmm. Call them what you wish. Mm-hmm. But they mm-hmm. also get abused. Yes. Pastors up there doing what he's supposed to do, delivering the word. But then when you get home, there's something. It's a wholly di- yes, a whole Absol- different absolutely. environment. Amen. Absolutely. The number to call is area code 313-871-9656. 313-871-9656. Hey, listen, 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 my sister, listen, my brother. God loves you. God loves you. He loves you. He really, really loves you. And the situation that you're in right now, it doesn't mean that it's the only situation that you will be in. Sometimes you're there and you think there's no way out. I can't call my family. I can't tell them anything. I don't even have a cell phone that is not being checked. I can't do anything. I can't walk left or right wherever I go. I know, according to the song, he'll be watching. Absolutely. But I want to tell you this, my sister. God watches everything. He sits real high and he looks low. And you continue to hold on to him. Continue to hold on to his unchanging hand because at the appointed time, he's going to be 
it's going to be all over. <laughs> it's going to be all over. You don't know what's going to happen to the other person. You don't know what's going to happen. But know this. You cry out to the Lord. You listen for him. And see what he does. I did. And I'm here to tell the story. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' amen. name. Amen. Praise amen. the Lord. Amen. Oh, praise the Lord. And we're going to minister in song. Uh, the number to call is area code 313 Oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let us continue to love on the Lord. Love, love, love on the Amen. Lord. We're Amen. here with Sister Ada Clay, and this is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And because of this month, what we want to do is we want to make you aware of this, these issues that we are dealing with. Amen. Amen. So, my sister, let us continue. Amen. About 
domestic violence. You were touching on domestic violence in the church. Amen, amen. I've met uh, many women, Minister Jewel, who have unfortunately... And I'm really sorry that that's okay. Let the phone ring in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, they would call while we're on the air. I really, I really apologize. But yes, um, it happens in the church also. Um, You know, because you wear a suit or get dressed up does not mean that you're Mm. not a victim or a perpetrator. And we need to talk about it. We need to talk about it in the church and just be real about the relationships. Yes. yes, You know, you're walking around again, walking wounded. And Mm. I say that because Mm. last year when I was here with you, Minister Julie, I mean, you said some things. Things that made me even respect you more. My Lord. If it's possible that you can respect more, you my made me Lord, respect you Lord. more because of some of the changes that you had gone through in your 29-year relationship. Amen. I think it was Amen. 29 years. Mm-hmm. I'm just coming from no, the top No, it of was my 29. Amen. It was 29 years. It's been years. a year since yes. I heard the story, but you <laughs> told the story of being a, afraid to even listen to gospel radio stations. Amen. Having Amen. an abusive partner. Amen. And, and here you are. Praise God. Praise the Lord. That's, that's, yes, you see, and, and that's the awesomeness of our God. Amen. God bless you, Sister mm-hmm. Sheila. It's good to see that you're on. Praise the Lord. Praise Hallelujah. God. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. You know, one of the issues that I think that we deal with is that we don't want to talk about it. First, we don't want to talk about it because of the shame. Absolutely. But we also don't want to talk about it because it seems as though we are so um, we've been so weak. But the issue for us is if we continue to be subservient to everything that happens around us, and if we cannot even understand that our dignity, oh hallelujah, our dignity is being crushed, it's being squashed. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we at, there's a time when we we. We feel we don't even know who we are. If I have to make any decision, I have to ask you to make the decision Mm. for me. Mm -hmm. But not just that, because it carries through even in my work life. Because even if I have, let's say I've got a supervisory position, nobody knows that there is violence in in my house. Amen? Amen? But I'm in this position, and yet I cannot Make a snap decision. Why? Because I've been conditioned. Amen. Because remember, we're not talking about just physical. No. I've been conditioned to recognize that what I am thinking is not worth anything. Amen. My Amen. Lord. So why do people abuse? And why do they stay in those relationships? Mm. First of all, domestic violence and abuse stems from um gaining or maintaining power and control over an intimate partner and people abuse because they think they have the right to control their partners my lord to control those relationships my lord and keep in mind that abuse is a learned behavior and again with what we see what comes into our brains what we see every day sometimes make you think that this is the norm you, mm-hmm. you know, you turn on the TV, you watch reality television, people fight and shove and oh women and God. men curse each other out and everybody yippee and happy about it. Mm. That's not reality. No. It shouldn't be. It's not a good reality if it is your reality. But, but you know what? Mm-hmm. It is somebody's reality yeah. right now. Oh, it is. Absolutely it, it, it is. It certainly is because, you know, we, we can look at this and say, that's all I know. They see it in their families and their friends. Amen. If it's all I grew up with, it's all I know. So it is my reality. But I'll tell you, in the eyes of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that's bogus. 
Absolutely. That no is one not reality in the name of Amen. Jesus. Amen. 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 And again, learn behavior, even cultural, or you learn it from your friends. Yes. And anyone, again, can be in an abusive relationship. It doesn't matter the gender, the age. You know, you have my oldest victim that came to the domestic violence program that I was in was 80 plus years old. Oh, my Lord. I was so upset that I wanted to go and meet her husband or her abuser. It was her husband <laughs> yes, over 50 yes. years. But any gender, so it's happening in heterosexual relationships and, and um, um, gay lesbian relationships. Your sexual orientation has nothing to do with it. My Lord, Your my race Lord. has nothing to do with mm, it. Again, mm, you can have some mm. money or no money. It has nothing to do with it. It happens. And, you know, many of us, you can feel trapped in those relationships. You yes. get trapped. You get angry. You're confused. You're afraid. Yes. You have so much fear. You don't know what to do. My Lord, And you're my afraid Lord. to tell, tell somebody. That's right. That's right. And because you see. You church, you're afraid to tell the pastor Because sometimes. after I tell. If mm-hmm. someone confronts mm-hmm. this this abuser, then when you are gone, mm-hmm. it's just you and me. Mm-hmm. You're going to be punished. Guess who's going to get it? Absolutely. Amen. The victim Amen. will get it. You will be That's punished. Right. That's right. That's right. Amen. So if you're Amen. walking around feeling as if you're going to be punished in a relationship, mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. is time. Pray. Ladies, gentlemen, pray. Amen. And then work on your safety plan. Yes. Because you got to get out of that relationship. Amen. You Amen. Have to get out of that relationship. Amen. And there is safety plans, and there are people available to help you with a safety plan. Let's touch on the safety Amen. plan because um, we have uh, another maybe 14 or 15 minutes left to the broadcast. And I want to make sure that, that some of the resources that we need will be on Facebook Live because they only get the, pa- the last 15 or 20 minutes. Oh, okay. Well, Amen. safety plan. First of all, you already know what's going on in your relationship. Now, sometimes you're going to have to tell your neighbor something. If you're being physically abused to the point where you can't get to the door, you can't make a police a police call, you better learn how to flip that light, that porch light. If that light is on during the day, or you you know you can let mm. them know, give them the signs to look for, and just tell them, just call the police. They oh, don't need to know all of your information. Just tell them, ask them to call yes. the police. Yep. But if you have children, you know, you got to have their, um, their immunization records, their birth certificates, Social Security cards. Put all that in a safe place. Mm. And if you can't get it from your partner, then make copies when you get an opportunity. If you can, mm-hmm. and if you have a cell phone, you can make copies. So you need to have that information in a safe place. All of your vital information, your ID, things like that, you need to have in a safe place because you may have to pick up at any time and leave that relationship or leave that home because of the abuse. Amen. Amen. Don't let anyone love you to death if you can help it. You know how people Mm, say that? Let them love you to life. But they say, baby, I love you to death. You better start thinking, well, let's define this relationship. (laughs) Maybe this is is not the relationship I want. Please define death. People people say it. (laughs) Yes, that is very true. Some people mean Mm. it, unfortunately. But definitely that safety plan. Know where you're going to go. And ladies, gentlemen, there are um, domestic violence programs here in the state of Michigan, in the city of Detroit, a metro Detroit area. Again, it's the YWCA interim house that houses over 60 
um, participants at any time, women and children. Mm -hmm. Usually boys have to be younger than 14 years old to get into that program. Okay. Um, but there's a, um, there's Haven and, and First Step that's in Metro Detroit. If you just have to get out the city, if you're that fearful, so that you can work on a plan. You may have to leave the state of Michigan. It mm -hmm. depends on your partner. Mm -hmm. Because we can get PPOs, personal protection yes. orders. Yes. But sometimes, I hate to say this, but sometimes they don't mean anything other than that piece of paper. My Lord. Someone who My really Lord. want to get to you. There are some people that really want to hurt you. So what if they're going to be locked up for the rest of their days? Mm. They're you, upset. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, You've been hurt. So... I'm satisfied. Absolutely. Oh, my Absolutely. Lord. Oh, my so Lord. So make sure that you you get those numbers and you can call the Michigan um, Domestic Violence Prevention Board. And that's just a matter of Googling it on your phone or making a phone call. But I always give the local um Yeah. Can we get program. some numbers? The local program is the 1-800. Um, I'm sorry. The local program is Interim House, 313-861-5300. Okay. 313-861-5300. Yes. Okay. Awesome. And and when, let's say when you call this number, this is a number that can um, provide you with, with the resources. With all the resources that Amen. you need. If you need some place to go, if you need to run that night, get to a police um, precinct. Yes. In the city of Detroit or in the metro area, you can do that. There are pickups. They do have advocates that are working with domestic violence that will come and pick you up. And let me just say some of the experiences I had when I used to call advocates for other folks or the police. Police are a little, um, um, you know, they really don't like to get into the domestic violence mm. things because many times, very reluctant, many times when it's time to prosecute the perpetrator, the victim does not want to. Mm. So, of course, the state can do it, but we really need the victims to come forth. And sometimes we're just afraid. Yes. I had an experience that I thought I would never have in my life, and it was the scariest experience that I ever experienced. I was at home with a sick brother, and my neighbor was killed by his girlfriend that night in front of the house right on the stoop. My Lord. And, and you know, to get this to this age, I know I live in the city of Detroit, but I had never experienced anything like that. Well, the scary part was, my brother passed before the prosecution, before it was time to go to court. Oh, my goodness. And um, I was the second witness, and I was hoping I wouldn't have to testify. But I was um, summoned to court and um, had to go and testify. And it was scary for me. It was scary because she had an awesome attorney, and I was being badgered. Mm. But the truth was I only told the truth. Amen. That she killed this person. Amen. Amen. Right in front of God and everyone else. My Lord. My Lord. And, but it was very, it was terrifying. Mm -hmm. So I can only imagine just, you know, having to go to court for your partner or something like this is going yes. on in your life. But yes. it's real, ladies and gentlemen. We cannot negate the fact that we live in violence. And many yes. times you're sleeping with the enemy in your home. My Lord. My Lord. You know, it's, it's interesting because when we talk about a partner, we're talking about someone who's, who's so intimate with you. And, and it may not be a husband and wife. It may be even, um, you know, uh, the uh, father and, and son. Absolutely. You know, um, mother and Domestic. daughter. It could Absolutely. be. It could. It could be anything. You know. Seniors. But they. But they know your move. Yes. Amen. Yes. Because because and, and they're the only ones who they may be the only ones who would know you. Uh, I mean, to a T, because of the isolation. We talked about the isolation. So 
whereas your family may have known you as you were growing up, now that you've got to this adult state and you've been isolated for a while, you have a whole different mm-hmm. way of operating. Amen? Amen? And they don't know that, but your partner does. So these are some things that, uh, for me, I you know, I can see it, I can feel it when I speak it. And, and I have to, even now, pray one more time in the Amen. name of Jesus. Amen. Oh, Father God, we thank you. We thank you for your goodness, your mercy, and your grace. And Lord, we love you. And we know that you love us. And we're asking you, Lord, even now, to touch, touch. my brother. Touch my sister, Lord. Touch them from both sides, both sides, Lord, so that they, that, that, my brother or my sister, who is the, the abuser, can ratchet down just a little bit that they can hear you, Lord. And my brother or sister, who is the victim, may be able to continue to grow in you, to have a self-esteem, Lord, to understand that you are still on the throne and still you will make things right. So we're asking you, Lord, in the name of Jesus, to touch both sides, touch. Lord. Come up against and bind and rebuke that spirit of violence that seems to want to operate in and around that house. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. And we have a caller on the line. Praise the Lord. God bless you. God bless you too. Amen. 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 I was um, listening to um, to your to your. Um, broadcast this afternoon yes and um i was just it was reminding me of something that had happened to me um before i got out of that relationship mm-hmm. and, um, about the flowers um oh about I, flowers yes a friend of mine came to me and she said to me she said he wouldn't have to keep buying you flowers if he was treating you right oh and, my lord <laughs> yes and so i just i'm you know i'm a witness to the fact that um you may you can get confused about what real love is, but because real love does not hurt the um, the ways that sometimes we've been taught. Yes. And so I just I just wanted to make that little comment. Amen. Appreciate um, that. Thank you. Thank you so much, my sister. And you know what? Go ahead. I'm sorry. I know I was going to say and praise God that you got out. Yes, I got out. Amen. I, I'm thinking of, um, I think it was Brian Poppin who said, I've been through the fire. I got, got out. out. Amen. Got out. Yeah. But you know, even as you got out, there are others still there. Amen. Amen. So Amen. They, you have to you have to know um, the warning signs of really what's going when you're getting isolated. When yes. Um, and we sometimes we don't even realize that we're being isolated. I was one of those that didn't realize it also. Mm-hmm. Um until you know, until something happened. Yes. And the the best part, the best thing about it is that you got to have you have to um, have family members that truly love you. Oh yes. And um, you should have somebody in your life that you can go to to tell them something. And I did like what um, you were saying about um, the part about you know letting some one of your neighbors know. They don't have to know all of your business because you'll be surprised what your neighbors really know about you. Oh, my Lord. Amen. 
Amen. Amen. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you so Thank you for sharing. Listen, I want to recap. We have about three minutes left, but thank you, my sister. And I want to recap just a little bit about what you said for the Facebook audience, because I'm not sure that they could hear you properly. Amen. Amen. Okay. But God bless you and love you much. Love you. God love bless. You. Amen. Amen. And you know, well, you can recap too, you know, because what she was doing, a caller was doing was confirming Amen. Amen. This 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 issue with um, misinterpreting someone's actions. Absolutely. Amen. Absolutely. So misinterpreting the fact that you are given flowers, flowers after abuse and after you've said that you are sorry. Amen. Amen. Now I'm given flowers. My Lord, my Lord. And I'm thinking, you know, and she's saying her friend was saying, yes, you'll continue to give me flowers because, you know, it, it's, it's as though. That's his expression of love. Yes, absolutely. He Amen. does whatever or she does whatever, and the apology comes with flowers. Yes. You know I love yes. you. Yeah. You know I yeah. love you. Yes. Let me just say this quickly if I can. I know we only have Amen. a few minutes, and these are just some of the alarming statistics that we have. Every minute about 20 people are victims of physical abuse in the U.S., Every minute. Mm, one mm. in three women are physically abused by an intimate partner, and one in five women are severely abused in My the United Lord. States. One in four men are physically abused by their intimate partners. Mm. One in four men. You know, a lot of men, mm. they may not fight back or physically fight back, yes. but they've learned not to. 15% of all violent crime is from intimate partner violence. My violent Lord. crime. 15%. 15%. My Lord, you're not just saying crime, violent crime. No, violent crime. My Lord. From your intimate partner. Mm. One in five women and one in 59 men are raped during their lifetime. Wow. One in five. 9.4% of women have been raped by an intimate partner. Someone we care mm. about, we think, you know, love us. Yes, yes. And it doesn't, you know, it doesn't have to be your partner that you're involved in a relationship. It can be a family member. My Lord, my Lord. And we keep those secrets. Those are the secrets yes, we those keep. Are, yeah, that's right, the family secrets. Absolutely. My Lord, help us, Jesus. Absolutely. Amen. 19 million women and 5 million men are stalked. So Amen. women stalk we have also. One more minute. Amen. Oh, okay. One in 15 children are exposed to intimate partner violence each wow. year. And wow. the effects and statistics are overwhelming because it affects, you know, it's unintended pregnancies, it's miscarriages, it's still, um, stillbirth, it's pain, it's neurolog neurological disorder, it's yes, chronic yes, pain, yes. it's disabilities, it's anxiety, mm, mm. it's mental illness. All of that comes the effects of domestic and violence. And you know what? In the last 30 seconds, I need to say, but God, but, but God, God, but God, Hallelujah. but God. Hallelujah. Lord, 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 hallelujah. hallelujah. You sit high, you look low. You Praise see God. everything. Praise the God. eyes of the Lord Amen. run to and fro throughout this earth, Amen. seeking to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is perfect towards him. Oh, God bless you. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Thank you, you so much. You too Thank will you. be moved to become a sponsor. Let us reach out to continue to spread the good news of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, through the airwaves. To contact us, simply log on to our website, thewordrestores.org, or through Facebook, Anne-Marie Jewell. Or call, send us a text to area code 313-466-0349. I'm your host, Elder Anne-Marie Jewell, a fellow servant in Christ. Until next time, May God bless and keep you, and may the word of Christ dwell in you richly. 
Amen.